Good day, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Trevor Hall here, running our way through some more corporate updates this week. Happy to welcome in Kit Mars. He's the CEO of Western Alaska Minerals. They do trade on the Venture Exchange with WAM. Uh, Kit, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, Trevor. It's good to be here again. Uh, It's been a pretty... Well, eventful week, I guess, as far as things happening uh, in on the project and also, uh, you know, within the corporate office. Uh, let's talk about what's going on at the project there. You did announce uh, you have commenced operations and exploration activities up at the Illinois Creek Mining District, where Water Pump Creek sits. Obviously, you've got a couple objectives. Uh, in fact, not only are people on the ground with the camp open, you've began drilling already. So let's open this up and talk about, you really, it seemed like you got up there in pretty quick time. Um, well, we, we were up there about a month, five weeks ago with our advanced crews, just because we want to get everything going. It is, it is a flying camp. So there's a lot of stuff to do. And, but we have a lot of equipment there. We have a 4,500 foot runway that we use for heavy equipment. And this year we brought in a, a brand new uh, heavy duty drill rig from uh, Multipower in Kelowna, BC. They're the manufacturer of our two rigs, but we have on site from last year. But the uh, the carbonates uh, that host the mineralization at Water Pump Creek are carbonates and you do get a, a few open spaces and not really a karst, but uh, there's a lot of solution activity going. So we want to drill with a large diameter HQ and go as deep as we can so these rigs can go to 1100 feet with hq 350 meters which is pretty deep for that size so Mm -hmm. we had a crew come in in uh, april clear the runway runway and we've had about two c-130 hercules loads come in with the new drill rig a lot more h rods and drill drill muds and and you name it so there's been a lot of activity going up and yes we had uh, both drill rigs were moved on to Water Pump Creek uh, last week and started uh, both drilling on June 2nd. So good early start for us. Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, you've got a couple objectives here with this drill campaign, both the combination of infill, which is you know kind of putting towards that inferred resource estimate the company wants to get done. And then obviously you have uh, some targets that you really want to go after and, you know, pure exploration drilling here. So maybe let's first talk about this infill drilling, where you're going to be, uh, where you're going to be drilling. I assume you're going to be working around that water pump Creek area. Uh, Yeah, that's correct. When uh, last year, for a couple of reasons, we uh, made a a fairly large step off when we moved down to, uh, Water Pump Creek 2117, and that turned out to be the first of our two historically thick intercepts. So it took us by surprise because we stepped off a ways. That was about a 47, 48 meter thickness. So uh, because we want to have the ability to come out with an inferred resource at the end of the year, if we decide, we haven't made that decision yet. Uh, The first drill hole will be north of 2217, and that is heading down as we speak. And that will be used to fill in uh, gaps that our geostatistician wants to see filled in for a resource. We try to drill every 75 meters uh, fence, um, 75 mm-hmm. meters apart. And uh, that's the goal there. 
but we don't want to get too uh, bogged down in that. So once we uh, will drill there, uh, we'll drill to the south of hole 22, which was one of our 22 and 20 were on the same line. Some very, very good grade intercepts. We have some wetlands just south of there. So one reason we brought in the heavy duty rigs is we now can drill angle holes with that large diameter HQ. And it's just a lot easier to set up on an existing drill site instead of moving into a wetlands and all the reclamation mm -hmm. that goes with that. So that right. drill is underway also. Oh, very good. Uh, so then let's talk about some of these targets. The last time you and I chatted, we kind of walked through a lot of the uh, targets you were really excited about getting after this year. I might just direct uh, listeners you know, back to that conversation because we went kind of in-depth in that. But let's talk about really maybe those early targets with that blue sky that you're really you know, kind of going after here as soon as you can. Yeah, we'll probably only spend about four drill holes on that infill drilling we mentioned. And then we have set up actually starting, uh, yeah, starting today, our two uh, crews from uh, DS Geophysical based in Saskatoon and, and also in Ontario, Canada. Uh, they're arriving today. Um, we got 20 hours of daylight and four hours of uh, twilight going right now. So we're actually going to run a day and a night shift or a day and an evening shift, I guess you call it, <laughs> um, with the 3D IP geophysical. And DS is really the world's leader in this type of three-dimensional IP work. So they're going to start now by the middle of the month. We should get our first uh, data dump. And uh, Brock Boleyn, our geophysicist who uh, came out of Newmont, um, retired from Newmont a few years ago, is their worldwide global geophysicist. So once he has a chance to run the, the 3D, um, we'll, and I'll refer to the your viewers to go to the figure one in the news release, and it shows the 1.4 kilometer untested anomaly that's blue in that one. And it's called uh, the Anaconda Lastra target. So it's a one-to-one -one geophysical correlation with the same geophysical response surrounding our known mineralization at Water Pump Creek. So even though we don't have any drill holes in that, um, the geophysics, the geology, the geochemistry all point to some high-grade mineralization there. We just have to pinpoint it. And we're really excited about this uh, DIA's 3D IP survey, and, and we're going to run some very tight spacings, and hopefully that will be a, a targeting tool. If we get a couple intercepts uh, south of the... Illinois Creek Fault, that opens up a one, two, three kilometer open zone that that could double, triple the size of our known mm -hmm. mineralization. So that's the that's really the goal, the big goal for, for this year. Kit, what do you what do we know about last hurrah as far as kind of orientation of the deposit? I mean, do you think it's about same depth as Water Pump Creek, uh, deeper angling. I mean, I guess what are the early signs here that you know, or do we not know anything until you really test it with a drill rig? Um, no, actually, we know quite a bit. Um, if you go back to that news release and the one we put out, I think, in February with the review of all the uh, 2022 data, uh, last year we ran what's called a CSAMT. So it's a deep-sounding resistivity survey that really looks at deep structures. So it was not a targeting tool. It was to identify faults and structures that we think are related to the 
mineralization because we have about 98% cover out in this part of the world. And uh, it's really, really hard to map the geology and the faults like you would in the Western US or in Mexico. So that, that survey showed that the water pump creek structure, which parallels and is immediately adjacent to the uh, mineralization we drilled, that structure continues south for about four meters, excuse me, four kilometers. Only the northern 1.4 was tested by that 2005 IP that gave us the anomaly. So we're going to run all four or five kilometers of that south of the fault. And uh, so we know the structures there. We now know we have a parallel geophysical anomaly. And Anaconda and Nova Gold did a little bit of drilling along that structure because um, there's some very good soil geochemistry. And they hit some mineralization of the dolomites, but they didn't have the the uh, the tools that we have now, so we now know they were just a little higher in the section, uh, maybe 100, 150 meters off. So we think there's a lot of evidence there. You never know the grade till you drill it and the exact width and thicknesses, but I'm pretty confident we're going to hit it. And when when does that drilling commence there at last hurrah? That'll start right around July 1st. That'll give okay. us a chance to... Uh, Go through the geophysics. We don't want to spend drill footage by not necessarily blind, but we want to have as as much targeting information as we can. Yeah. So de-risk de it, de-risk it as much as possible, as I much guess. as you can. And then, as soon as we have that, we'll we'll move uh, one or two drill rigs to Last Hurrah and start drilling it through the month of July and into early August. Okay, very good. What else are we be paying attention here the first couple of weeks back on the property and drilling here, Kit? I mean, what type of news do we expect in the meantime before we get those first results out? Well, we'll have uh, we'll probably have a couple of good intercepts from the infill drilling. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> um, assays take a long time, so we're going to probably have to do some visuals, but we're going to be very careful on how those are described and announced. So they're they're clear, clearly a geologic description. We don't try to estimate grades or any of that. Mm -hmm. We'll have some information there. And as hopefully by mid-June, we'll be able to talk about some preliminary indications from the 3D um, induced polarization study. I uh, would love to get some general thoughts here on what uh, kind of, you know, the makeup of the company right now. You went out and you raised money. You announced uh, an eight million dollar non uh, excuse me an eight million dollar brokered offering you closed at seven. I would say in any sort of environment that you could get in this spring, any company go out there and raise money. It was a success. General thoughts: How challenging was it for you and the company to go out there and get this thing done? When really, despite the metal prices being fairly healthy, I guess in general, uh, it was a lot of risk off as far as in terms of the equities. I, very much so. It was it was a a, a hard won victory to get that seven million. Uh, there were a number of funds that, especially the U.S. funds, as we went into the Silicon Valley bank closure and issues, the risk off. Uh, that's a great description because they basically pulled back and said no new money is going to go out the door, and a number of them were having uh, withdrawals out of their funds. So when they have redemptions, they don't buy anything new. For example, on the, the difficulty of the environment, we happened to be in Zurich at the Swiss Mining Institute, meeting with a number of Swiss investors in uh, in March. 
and we arrived into town on uh, the the event started on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, Monday of that week, Credit Suisse was seized in the largest bank failure in Swiss history. So the hotel was located about two kilometers from the headquarters of Credit Suisse. And they had about a looking at maybe 10, 15,000 layoffs in Switzerland. So that was not a very good environment to, um, to ask people to invest in a far off place like Alaska. But there's still, um, <laughs> the mood is, is changing with all the political turmoil, changes in mining laws in Mexico, politics in Peru and Chile. Uh, there is a lot of uh, growing interest in a safe jurisdiction like the US, Canada, and especially Alaska. It can only get better. Very good. Uh, I I hope you're right, and I tend to agree with you. But uh, and things, uh, it seems like every week we get hit with some sort of new proposal mining laws from some other country that's important. So uh, we'll see how things play out. Kit, I always appreciate these conversations. Pleasure to chat with you, and we will talk again here in due course because there's going to be a lot of news uh, out of uh, out of your project up there in Alaska. So stay safe and, and safe travels. Okay. Yeah, we'll have a lot of news coming out in the next few weeks. So we'll be happy to come back and talk to you as, as soon as we have some news for you. So thank you, Trevor. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's your update from Western Alaska Minerals. They do trade on the Venture Exchange with WAM. We'll be back here shortly. Stay tuned. Thank you. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.